Hello and welcome to episode number 29 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast, coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a random wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card, along with the players in the pack that we open. Uh, Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, sometimes discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind. Um, and spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. New episodes drop every Thursday. Um, you can get a hold of us at our Twitter handle. It's at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. Our Instagram, AV's Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And uh, we're always looking to promote veterans charities. So please contact us and we'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can or help you um, figure out which um, veterans charity you'd like to give to if if that would be something that you'd be interested in. Uh, I want to thank everybody for their support on the podcast and uh, had a lot of good discussion with people about um, some of the different cards that we've showed. Um, we've shown over the past, um, you know, 28 episodes and we really, really appreciate those. Um, keep those coming in. Um, and um, we're always looking to know how you got started collecting cards. So keep that in mind and get a hold of us at one of the um, ways that I just uh, told you before. Um, and let us know how you began collecting baseball cards. Um, and uh, today we are discussing, discussing, disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> we're discussing 1981 Fleer. Um, 1981 Fleer was like a um, a great year for uh, new baseball card um, brands. So we had 81 Donruss became available then. Tops had cornered the market for years, and then. Fleer also came in in 1981, and they hadn't had a new or had hadn't had a new set since 1963. There are some Fleer uh, cards back in the day, back then, but um, Topps cornered the market, and from then, from 1963 on, there was no Fleer card. It was all Topps pretty much. And then 1981, um, they called it the Premier Edition. You'll see that on the pack. Um, but just a little description, um, 1981 Fleer is a 660-card set and marks Fleer's first modern era entry into the current player baseball card market since 1963, like I said. So in the unopened packs, um, they had 17 trading cards. So the, I think some the tops probably had 15 um, so they wanted to show, hey, we're better than Tops because we have 17 cards as well as a piece of gum. If I'm not right about that, somebody let me know. Um, this was the only year flare packs would contain gum because, again, we've talked about before, um, they had to get rid of all their gum because Tops um, was the only one through a court battle that was allowed to keep gum in their packs. So Fleer, um, after this year, they would have the stickers in theirs. Um, they had to have something in there besides the cards. Um, to promote it. So they had um, stickers later, you know, every year after that, um, at least up until a certain date, but um, they had the stickers. And like I've said before, if you've listened to any of these, man, I love those stickers, but this year um, actually had um, gum in it. So I guess I'm going to have to try the gum. It's been a while since I've eaten a 30 year old piece of gum. Um, 
So I'm looking forward to that, as I'm sure you are. Um, so you'll see that on the uh, YouTube portion of the podcast. So 17 trading cards in the pack. Um, and if you can remember also 1981 Donruss, they had one year of having um, gum in the packs. And we just did an episode on that not too long ago. And they actually had to um, later, after they lost that court battle, battle, some of the 81 Donruss packs and the one that we opened did not have the gum it had just just the um puzzle piece um so i'm not sure if fleer later had to get rid of their gum even in the 1981 year um if anybody knows that let me know or i have a i actually have uh, a box of 1981 fleer i believe yeah and i'll show you that on the um, youtube part where you get to see the actual box of 81 fleer as well um so like i said the only year that fleer packs would contain gum was this year uh, wax box can wax boxes contain 38 packs um, the boxes actually, and I'll show you this on the box, actually told the retailer that there was extra pro- profit as there were, as they were uh, charged as if there were 36 packs in the box. So they actually had 38 packs in these wax boxes. Another way to try to get you to buy them since they had more um, than the tops. Um, and I think Donruss too. Um, cards are grouped in team order and teams are ordered based on, upon their standings from the 1980 season with the World Series champion Phillies starting off the set. Um, and as kind of a coincidence, Fleer, Philadelphia just won the World Series and Fleer was based in Philadelphia. Huh. Um, cards 638 through 660 feature specials and checklists. So and you can look online to see every card in the checklist there. Um, let's see here. The, 80, the 81 Fleer set is best known for the sheer amount of errors that it riddled that riddled it. So there, I, I can remember trying to find some of these errors that used to be worth a lot. Now they're not really, they don't have much value. But um, there were three distinct printings. The two following the primary run were designed to correct numerous errors. The variations caused by these multiple printings are noted in, in different checklists. And you can see online. Um and there were just so many errors. It's unbelievable. I can't go through all of them, but if you look online, you can see them and you can actually, you know, open packs trying to find those errors. If, so if you want to get every variation of the 81 Fleer set, it's tough because there are so many errors. Um, there's a Craig Nettles uh, variation that was correct, corrected before the end of the first printing, and it's not included in the complete set consideration due, um, due to scarcity. And I think that that used to be um, one of the ones that was worth a lot, the Craig Nettles variation. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Um, um, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm thinking it said Greg Nettles maybe instead of Craig Nettles. I can't remember exactly. But so if you know that, um, tune it or uh, uh, email in or something to let us know. Um, all cards of the pitchers in this set showed a heading on the back of the card of batting record over their pitching statistics instead of um, pitching record. Can you imagine like you did a whole printing, a whole run of printed cards and all the pitchers it said batting record over their pitching stats i'm like who would miss that um so that was something that was just a stupid error that they had on on all the a lot of the um backs of the pitchers cards it says all cards of pitchers have that so they just obviously had a printing error and just put the batting record for every card um Fleer never bothered to correct that error so i kind of excited to see that in this pack i never realized that that uh, error so we can look at a picture i'm sure we'll get a picture hopefully in this uh, pack and we can see where it says uh, batting record instead of pitching record over the top of their statistics since they're pitchers 
So weird how, how that could happen. Um, the key rookie cards in this set are Danny Ainge, which is kind of crazy because he's a um, was an awesome basketball player, but he does have a Blue Jay, Toronto Blue Jays card. Um, it's his rookie card, so it's kind of cool to have those since he's a basketball player. I think it's his only card. I don't I don't know if he had one in '82 or not, but I'm um, I'm not positive. So, but I know he had a Donruss and a Fleer. Um, uh, card in 1981 that was that are his rookie cards. I don't think he had a tops one. Um, also, Harold Baines, Kurt Gibson, Jeff Reardon, and Fernando Valenzuela um, have rookie cards. And Fernando Valenzuela, who's was just this, um, it was just awesome to watch him. He had some years where he was really good. So you, it's like if you're a baseball fan and that at that time you'd know Fernando Valenzuela. And his first name on his card on the front of it says. Fernand, no O on the end of it. I'm like, how could you mess that up? Just so crazy that that happened. It shows that they were just, I don't know if they're trying to get them out quickly or what. Um, so these came in 38 packs per box in the wax boxes, 17 cards plus one stick of gum per pack. And they were 30 cents a pack. Then there were 20 boxes per case. Um, and they also had vending boxes that had uh, 500 cards in them. And there were 24 boxes of those per case. And I, I noticed a lot of these um, didn't have factory sets. So you had to hand collate these sets. I'm not sure if maybe they came out later and just to dealers, but I don't think they did that. Just the vending boxes had, had the cards in them. Um, I don't think they're in a particular order, but there were vending boxes and you could get most of the cards, I think in four of those boxes, I believe. Um, but you weren't promised that I don't think so no factory sets. It's just crazy. Um, so now we'll go to the part of the podcast where we open the pack and, um, We'll see who gets the free uh, cards from this pack and um, and some other free wax packs. So we'll be right back and we will open the pack. Well, we're back here and we're going to open our 1981 uh, Fleer wax pack. So I have that. If you want to go to YouTube, you can see the pack. So it's a red, mostly red with a big white baseball and then trading cards in uh, yellow uh, with bubble gum. And I was just thinking of didn't look back, but I hope we didn't do 1981 Fleer. But if we did, oh well, get to hear that again. Um, it says Fleer Premier Edition, and it says 17 cards and one stick of gum right there at the bottom. So that's what they look like. Here's the back of it. Looks like it has um, something that you could uh, send in $4 and get some type of baseball cap. Not a bad price, I guess, 4 bucks. Your favorite team and send $4 per cap with your name and address, huh, cap, cap offer. That's funny. Um, and here's our box. So if you look on YouTube, you can see the box had Pete Rose and Reggie Jackson on the front. I think they're all like that. So there's a full box and it says at the top two free packs in this box. And, uh, let's see, look at this. That's what we were talking about before. Mr. Retailer display on counter two free packs uh, in this box. And it says 60 cents extra profit for you. So specify Flair brand baseball cards. So they were really trying to um, show everybody that they were giving you more packs and more bang for your buck. Flair item 519 baseball for extra profit. All right. So it also says also order another Flair baseball item. Uh, 504 baseball star stickers. And I think I have some of those and I might. Um, pull out one of those sometime for an episode uh, top 125 stars um, stickers are a whole nother thing i love those stickers too and then the side shows 
17, big 17 to show you that they had more than everybody else trading cards in every pack with bubblegum. And then uh, and the front kind of looks the same. There's the bottom of it, Fleer Corporation. And it says Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So pretty cool. Here's the inside of the box. So there are the packs in the box. Pretty cool, huh? Yes. All right. Our, I'm going to pull our name here. Who's going to get the free wax pack, a couple wax packs, and then these cards. Unless it's one that I deem that I want to keep. Ryan Gano. And I've plugged Ryan's uh, podcast, um, Unlocked, a golf podcast with he and J.R. Smith. But I'm not sure how they're going to do that now if J.R. Smith has now become a golfer in college. So that's pretty cool. Um, but I'm get online and listen to his Unlocked, a golf podcast, Ryan Gano and J.R. Smith. I don't know if Ryan will just keep doing that because they always have good guests on there. Um, so here's the pack. All right, so there's the pack. Back to that. Let's open her up. Feels like it wasn't, you know, I think it's a real pack that wasn't um, tampered with. Doesn't seem like it. Here's the gum. We're going to try. Here's the gum coming out of it. So I just took the gum out of the wrapper. Oh man. Always the same. For some reason, even though it's disintegrating in my mouth, it's disintegrating in there and it's stuck in my teeth. It just brings back so many good memories of these days. I think I was about six or seven when these came out, but I can remember getting 81 Flair. I don't know if I was buying packs that young, but I can remember getting tons of these cards too. I've put this set together before. So here's what the cards look like. Here's Don Sutton. And it says Don Sutton. And in the little baseball down the corner, it says the name of the team. And then under his name, Don Sutton at the bottom, it has his position. He's a sweet afro. It's awesome. And then and it has a white border. Um, and just a picture in the middle of it. Um, kind of bland, but I think it's pretty cool. It's simple. And then the back, here's Don Sutton. It has the ERA. His uh, It looks like, is that his lifetime ERA? Let's see, it is his, man, his lifetime ERA, 3.07, over so many years in a long career. That's that's pretty darn good. And, and then it has his whole major league pitching record. And here's what we were talking about. It says right up here, can see complete major up here complete major and minor league batting record that is crazy i've never noticed that before so his he's a pitcher and it says complete batting record and they just never never fixed this they made three print runs and never fixed that that's crazy our next guy it's not mike tyson the actual mike tyson that we all think of but it's mike tyson the Chicago Cub, Mike Tyson. Sorry if that, uh, uh, the way I said Mike did Mike Tyson's voice was not very good, but I like to say Mike Tyson. Fred Norman. Luis Gomez. Went on to look at Fred Norman. He also says complete major and minor league batting record. That is nuts. I can't believe that. Bill Russell. And it's not, it's not the Bill Russell that has the like 10 NBA championships. That's funny. Mike Tyson and Bill Russell, 
that actually aren't the ones that you always think of when you think of those names. John Stearns. These are in really good condition. I can't believe they're in such good condition. Might be a little off-center, but they're, they are sharp, cornered. Man, that's awesome. Bobby Bonds. Barry Bonds was amazing. Bobby Bonds was a really good player, too. Um, he was pretty close to having... I think he might have had... Let's see. I think he had 39 homers and um, 44 stolen bases once. Yes. Like he was close. He was the closest to get to 40 40. He just never quite got there. So close. One of my favorite names of all time of a baseball player Biff Picaroba. Biff Picaroba. Chuck Tanner. There's the old famous manager card. <laughs> I always hated getting manager cards. Like, come on, really? Gene Richards, Rod Scurry, another pitcher that has a minor league batting or major and minor league batting record on the back. Jim Tracy, Mike Easler had some really good years. John Curtis, next card's really cool. Looks so much like. His son looks so much like him, and now they're both older. But Ken Griffey, he had a great career too. But, man, look at his face. Like if you take a Ken Griffey Jr. card and put it next to his, they look so much alike. Pretty cool that whenever they played on the same team, the Mariners, they hit, I think they hit home runs in the same game one time. It's so cool, your father and son doing that. Ken Griffey, big red machine. Steve Howell. And the last one, we didn't get any of the rookies that we were looking for, but that's all right. Manny Sanguian. All right, well, thanks for watching that part of the uh, podcast on YouTube, hopefully, and we'll go back and finish up the podcast. Well, thanks again for uh, tuning in. And I uh, know you can always get a hold of us at our um, Twitter handle, at Ripping Wax Packs. Our uh, email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. Instagram, AV's Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And we're always looking to promote veterans' charities. So get a hold of us about that. I uh, hope you enjoyed the 1981 Fleer podcast, number 29 here from Searcy, Arkansas. Uh, this has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.